Hello guys, welcome to my channel. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Adenji Krensula. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. Thank you so much for being consistent. So this week, we're going to be talking about substance addiction. Um, addiction as a topic would be broken into two segments. And while we're discussing substance addiction this week, next week we're going to be discussing sexual addictions. Like I said, this is um, something of personal experience. So it might not work for you the same way it worked for me but at least it's going to be a head start i really hope you listen to this and don't forget to comment don't forget to share don't forget to post don't forget to listen till the end i love you guys thank you so much for believing in me god bless you see you right after this break okay so an addiction is a psychological and physical inability to stop consuming or doing something. An addiction is something you cannot bring yourself to stop doing. But in this episode, we're going to be using the word consuming since we're talking about substance. Um, if you're listening to my podcast for the first time, I would really love it if you go back to listen to The Love of God because I discussed my story on how I became addicted to drugs and you know i would like if you understand the whole story better rather than get confused by just listening to this one so how did i get rid of my addiction um when my parents my relatives close relatives found out i got addicted to drugs i was abusing drugs they were disappointed obviously but they helped they did not leave me they were supportive they did not condemn me rather they thought about how to help me and how to put me back on track so um i started seeing psychologists and this particular man bless his soul i don't remember his name i only met him once but he explained how addictions worked and he told me one thing he told me um that if i did not stop I would end up ruining my own life he took me to the ward because um it was like they, they had a psychiatric ward he took me to the ward he showed me different patients that were addicted to drugs there was this particular lady who drew me in very beautiful person very very beautiful i think she was 21 they had to amputate her um hands because they said it got to the point where she started injecting herself with drugs over and over and over and over and over and over until they had to amputate it. Very, very beautifully. And she looked she looked awful. She looked like a mess, you know, on the hospital bed, looking so sick and and I I thought about it and the man told me, he said, I won't lie to you. I'm not going to tell you to stop or not. It's your choice. But look at these people. Is this really how you want to end up? Do you really want to spend a part of your life struggling like this? And I took those words to heart. Before then, my uncle, um, he's a psychiatrist, a neuropsychiatrist. He spoke to me and he told me that is this the future i said i want for myself 
that if I don't stop now, that five years from now, I would regret it because I would be a nobody. One of my greatest fears is being a nobody. Like, how would you not notice me, Koinsola, Koinsola Deniji? God forbid, I would be successful. I would not be a nobody. So, with all those thoughts, I resolved in my heart that I'm going to stop this. This is not for me. This is not my life. I'm not going to be like this in the future. I'm not going to live like this. I'm going to stop this. I must stop this. So the first thing that you're going to do if you're struggling with substance addiction is you're going to make a firm decision to stop it. If you are not firm enough in your decision, you would go back to it. Make a firm decision to stop it. So after I made my decision, it was a whole new ball game because I felt like if I was running mad. When the withdrawal symptoms came, it felt like I should die. I would be sweating, my heart would be beating, I would be shaking, I would be hallucinating. You know, I wanted those drugs. My body wanted the drugs. My brain wanted the drugs. And sometimes it felt like if I was running mad, sometimes I would just stay in the room and not come out because I felt so sick. And while I was going through the withdrawal state, I I, I spoke to myself and I said, Quinsley, is this really what you want for your life? Is this really what... You wanted to keep doing is this really the fun is this really the pleasure that you think you are receiving and another thing is I used to buy the drugs with my pocket money so they stopped giving me pocket money I used to um, carry money to school but then they stopped and if I remember correctly they handed the money over to one of my teachers and I would carry food to school in the morning so I had this big fine food flagship but that's not the main story um so I when I did not have money I did not have any way to get the drugs you know where I lived had about eight pharmacies walking distance from bus stop down to my house and I was 12 no one would believe that a 12 year old is abusing drugs so I bought those drugs easily like easily and the ones that would ask for prescription I usually faked prescriptions so I would go to about eight pharmacies and I would come out with like 10 packets if not more of drugs and I would keep popping tablets I mean 10 tablets 15 tablets you know at some point I increased the milligrams I stopped buying I think I stopped buying 50 and I started buying 100 but then I would use them and I I thought I was feeling good I actually felt really sick and I could not do anything I would just sleep but I thought I was living the life so when I could not buy the drugs anymore it also helped another thing is get busy you really need to get busy get yourself busy get your mind busy get your mouth busy if possible as i then i was preparing for my junior work i said i was 12 so i started studying more and i started buying mentors i don't know if you know mentors this sweet it's like it used to be long i think 10 is 100 naira. so i would have packets upon packets upon packets of mentors in my bag and anytime i felt like 
my body is doing me one kind one kind i'm popping mentors in my mouth so it was mentors every day every day every day now up till now i have a sweet tooth because of the amount of mentors the amount of fanta the amount of sweet things i started consuming to um curb the desire of drugs i'm not saying you should be like me and go and start taking sweet things don't sweet things are bad for you but it was actually one of the things that helped me and sometimes psychologists would um advise you to let go little by little sometimes if you let go at once depending on how severe the addiction is the person might run mad so if for instance we're talking about a person addicted to smoking weed maybe smoking 20 wraps a day they might start with reducing it reducing 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 it until you stop just like how when you are using um an addictive drug according to prescription you don't stop it immediately when i started using antidepressants they were also very addictive so when i wanted to stop i didn't stop immediately i think i started taking it to two days interval three days interval four days interval until i stopped completely because they said if i had stopped it all at once it would have affected me negatively so sometimes you don't stop completely this is why you need to see um, a professional when you are the addiction professionals really help also have accountability partners have people you are accountable to um my grandparents my parents i was accountable to them my friend i had a friend that would search my bag every morning my grandma would search my bag when i come back from school anything they find my grandma would search the room search everywhere to make sure that i did not have anything around have someone who's readily available to listen to you it's very very important i cannot stress how important it is i started doing drugs because i felt emotionally neglected i was um verbally abused so i thought it would make me feel better so i had someone that i would talk to about anything you know i could call my psychologist at 2 a.m when i feel like i want to run mad and talk to her and she would make me feel better she would talk until i feel better she would listen until i feel better so we helped addictions are kind of a lot to deal with and sometimes you may think that you've gotten over it meanwhile it's until you you are faced with the situation again that you know so when i thought everything was fine and i'd gotten over it and i changed the environment all was good until i came in contact with trauma doll again that was when i knew that yes there's problem somewhere i i used it i used it this time it wasn't um an addictive thing but it was just like once in a while to make myself feel good and i realized that i started dealing with withdrawal symptoms again so i went back to my accountability partners i reported myself that this is what's going on this is what's happening to me again and we worked it out first of all i had to break off contact with the people i could get it from. it was hard but then it was worth it and then 
thank God, unlike the first time, my accountability partners were Christians. So this was when Christ came into the picture and, you know, I, I, I started knowing God little by little and I just thought that, okay, God would not like me doing drugs. Maybe it's not the best thing after all. And to God's glory, I stopped. You know, I knew I stopped when, I think two years after, when, yeah, when I was 15, two years after, um, I had to go to the hospital because I was suffering from severe chest pains and doctor prescribed tramadol for me. <laughs> and I collected it and I looked at it and a part of me told me to go home with it nobody would find out but then the bigger part of me said coin you're bigger than this and I went back to that doctor and I told the doctor that I can't use it he asked me why I said because I'd been addicted to it once and I'm scared that using it again would make me spiral back to the hole I was coming from and he looked at me and he said for a person that was once addicted to tramadol and returned it really means that I've gotten over it and I was proud of me I was proud of me that day and ever since that day ever since that time I don't I, I, I can't even use drugs anymore when I see green capsules and I see yellow capsules and I see red drugs, I feel very uneasy. And I don't use drugs at all unless it's like very, very, very necessary. And even when it's necessary, they are begging me and they are forcing me to use the drugs. So yes, addictions are hard, but then they can be overcome with Christ, with the right friends and with a professional. So if you're struggling with substance addiction right now, I just want to say a short prayer. Lord, I thank you for your son or daughter listening to this. I thank you because you're going to take control. Father, I thank you because that addiction is going to be sorted out right now. I thank you for coming into his or her life. And I thank you for starting a new life in him or her. I thank you because this will be the last time they would have the urge to use that drug, to drink that alcohol, to smoke that weed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you've given them new lives. Thank you, Lord, because you've given them hope. In Jesus' name, I've prayed. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I love you guys so, so much. You know that if you want to talk to me, you can reach me. Um, You can check my Instagram. You can text me on WhatsApp. You can text me on Facebook or Twitter. I would be there to listen to you. Or you can even send me an email. I love you guys. I love you guys so, so much. God bless you.